1: here, choosing to be here with us. Thank you, and for anybody who might be watching at home or on the go, we're just over the moon that you're here and we've got a jam-packed hour ahead of us. We're gonna kick it off the way we know how, by taking a big whiff <laughs> of oh, that good news air. What do you say, you ready to hit the headlines with me? <laughs> it's time for Drew's News, your news Zen garden where we slowly rake the sands of the good news. Ooh. And with me at the desk is a man who helps me keep calm and carry on every day, Ross yeah. Matthews. Uh,
2: hi, everybody. Hi. hi. <laughs> Look at this crowd. Yeah. Hi, Coca.
1: Okay, first up, I don't know about you, but I love seeing inside people's homes. Totally. I am a real creeper creature, and especially when it comes to design, uh-huh. I mean that is my happy place. So Architectural Digest does these home tours with people. And Buzzfeed reports that actress Ashley Tisdale just did one, and Ms. Tisdale caused a real Tisdale Tizzy over this moment. <laughs> so here's the moment. This is what got, got everybody's panties
2: in the water. Everybody lot. talking about it. These bookshelves, I have to be honest, were not, actually did not have books in it like a couple days ago. Um, I had my husband go to a bookstore and I was like, you need to get 400
1: books. (laughs) So people had a field day on Twitter. Ashley took it in stride. She tweeted back that some of the books were in fact hers and she only did what any interior designer would have done. And, but people got like angry about this. Yeah. Uh,
2: I know, and I'm not gonna read Ashley Tisdale for filth, just like she didn't read any of those books, okay? No judgment uh, to you. And you know what I think? I have a lot of books in my house. I haven't read any of them. My fiance Wellington, he's read them all. I'm like, can you tell me about them or just tell me when they make it into a movie, right? Cause I don't have time.
1: Are you reading all the books in your house? Um, I mean, Miss Tisdale took the words out of my mouth. I was literally going to go into interior design before this show came. I I love interior design, I study it. This is what an interior designer would do. This happens in magazines and things all the time. How dare people rip this girl apart for something so asinine? Mm Mm-hmm, preach, Drew Barrymore preach. Leave her alone. I'm I'm Miss Tisdale, I'm with you. I've got your back. And thank you for contributing to a bookstore and putting money in their coffers, which they need. You're just doing the same thing that other people do. And you don't need to be for it. And everyone who
2: ripped her, get a uh, life. I can't handle this. Okay. It makes me so mad. Drew has spoken, everyone. You hear that? God, she I, I you're got you back, me way Ashley. I Yeah, you did. All right, next up, I have a question for you, Drew. Okay, do you wear shoes in your house? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I knew you did. Well, <laughs> the shoe inside the house debate is not news, but now the blog Scary Mommy reports scientists have officially weighed in and they say, Don't you dare walk around your house in your dirty, filthy shoes, cause they are gross. And scientists say your disgusting shoes are responsible for one third of the filth in your home. Yeah, they track in bacteria, microorganisms, toxins, chemicals, doggy doo-doo, all that stuff gets on your floor and floats into the air particles. And so you are literally breathing in your dirty shoe dirt, Drew. Are you gonna change? No.
1: (sighs) I don't know. Again, this kind of goes into like the acai bowls and the microbes and the whole thing. I'm just like, you know what? Germs help build up immunity. I love like when I'm in a dirty public bathroom and I'm standing there and I think, I know you'll be on my bedroom carpet later. Yeah. But like, I don't care. By the way, you know what the dirtiest thing is according to a lot of studies? What? Money. Really? Yes. That is worse than toilet, um, you know, handles.
2: Really, well, yeah, guess what everyone, you can bring your money in my house, but leave your shoes on the porch, okay? <laughs> not happening. It's just coming from everywhere. Do yeah. it. It's coming from everywhere.
1: It's, just, it's hard, I, I'm not uptight about stuff like that. Mm. Like I'm more offended that people like ripped this girl for buying books, you yeah. know? That I'm like, really, Why? why in this, tender world right now. Do you have to make someone feel bad for something like that? And then just wear the shoes, I don't know. I don't know, I'm very positive, but this is the kind of stuff where I'm just like, no. Uh, Leave your shoes on and leave Ashley Tisdale
2: alone. Understood, everyone got it. But wait, I would love
1: to. Those are the rules. I'd love to know how many people here, because it is really a thing. And it's like, there are cultural things, there are people who really are passionate about, Cleanliness. How many people here do take their shoes off at their house? Yeah. A lot of people. Kyle. Enthusiastically. Kyle. Yeah. May I ask you why? And I'd like to learn from you because I'm I am not closed-minded about this. I just am too lazy, I think. That's my problem.
3: Well, it's a combination of two things. Okay. One, the germs, as Ross said. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And the other is we vacation in Hawaii.
4: And there's tradition, everyone takes their shoes off. Mm-hmm. So we bring that tradition back to New York.
2: Well, that's cute. Thank you. Aww. I went to Hawaii once and got laid. I'd like to bring that tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well,
1: next we're getting our dipping pants on and going condiment crazy in today's food news.
2: Nom nom mm-hmm. nom nom nom.
1: That's a heavy, heavy, heavy. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Ross, we
2: gotta do some wrist exercises. I know, my upper body strength is Um, terrible. So
1: Yahoo Life reports that our collective undying love for condiments has everything to do with our memories and the emotions that we attach to these sauces. Experts say behind every condiment you obsess over, there's probably a fond memory or association. Now Rossi, we have a flight of condiments here. Mm -hmm. Taste
2: one and tell me what comes to mind first. Well, I will say I love a condiment. Uh, Wellington, my fiancee, calls me Sauce Matthews Uh because I always have a dipping sauce around. And that's I, right. All right, and so this is barbecue, ketchup, yellow mustard, a hot sauce, a honey mustard. Oh, that's underrated. Um, I'm, I just had barbecue and you know where I'm taken back to? When I was growing up, there was a restaurant called Skippers.
1: Oh, I know Skippers.
2: Right, fish and chips and things like that. Oh, yeah. And they, they had like hush puppies and tater tots and... All of it. But they had this, this bar where you would go up with these little plastic or paper ones like this, you know? And I was always in charge of the sauces. So my mom and dad would be like, okay, Rossi, you go do it. And I would get cocktail sauce and barbecue sauce and ranch and ketchup. And I was so in charge. You know what I mean? (laughs) It was like the one time I had power and everyone was getting a sauce that day. And that (laughs) brings me right back to that.
1: I love that. I will say that this particular barbecue sauce tastes just like McDonald's. It, it, what, anyone, Lauren, what sauce is this? Oh, you're, you're crazy not this to This is Big minutes. Baby Ray's barbecue. Su- <laughs> I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Sweet Baby Ray's. Ooh, can I see it? Um, oh, okay. It? Yeah, thanks, Joey. Okay. This is so good. Amazing. <laughs> Don't away from me. This is amazing. All right, good, we just got this thing.
2: Next up, the incredible Shonda Rhimes created a cultural phenomenon with Bridgerton. Who is into Bridgerton? Hi. We love it. And now, The Kit reports, Bridgerton is going bridal. Fashion experts say brides are looking for a Regency-era touch for their wedding dresses, empire waistlines, delicately embroidered flowers, and bows for days, bows. Uh, And hey, if the pearls fit, then wear them, honey, especially on your wedding day, don't you think? I mean, maybe Drew, my wedding's coming up, maybe I'll be in a girdle. (laughs) (laughs) Or a corset? Or a corset, yeah. I'd love to see you in a corset. Or like the wig that the queen wears? I mean, Bridgerton. you and I,
1: we've gotten to interview people from Bridgerton, we've talked about Bridgerton on the news. We always do a little dawning, uh, Always a A little nod, too. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of whimsical weddings, our next story comes from The Knot. That's right, we've got their cover boy for their summer issue right here, and it's our very own Ross Matthews. Look- This is obviously Ross, and that is Wellington, Ross's fiance. And guess who's actually here today? Wellie. Hi,
2: Hi Wellie. Oh, my Wellie here. Come join us yes, at the You hear me talk about him all the time. Here he is. Now, let me ask you guys a
1: question because I will say, you know, I, I'm, and I'm, by the way, I'm the flower girl at the wedding, so. She is, she is. I'm very, I know, isn't that exciting? I have my dress upstairs, it's (laughs) so special. But you guys just look like you're having so much fun in your engagement. Like, are you guys enjoying it as much as we feel it and see it?
2: Yeah, we are, you know, and like, we're so thrilled to be on the cover of of The Knot. I'm talking about it here on on your show, Drew, our show, because it's important to us to share our love with the world, and and we made a conscious decision to do that, because
5: why? Well, because, you know, growing up an immigrant from Dominican Republic and him being a little farm boy from Mount Vernon, you know, we never saw that. And it's important to actually have that representation out there and, you know, just value that anyone can actually have that as, as well, so. Yeah. So excited. We, we didn't, grow, growing up,
2: think about that. We didn't even know, yeah. we didn't even dream about getting married no. one day because it wasn't even an option for us, you know? And so we think by sharing our love story and, and showing it to everyone, maybe there's a little kid out there who, who can look at us and go, oh my God, I deserve that. I deserve love. Yes. And the <laughs> energy that
1: you put into it is just, Um, such a loving energy, but also having fun. Yes. And every time I see you guys doing your thing, it reminds me to enjoy life more. Yeah. It really does, it's so
2: inspiring. That's the nicest thing, oh! (laughs) Thank you. know,
1: That's
2: the biggest compliment you can give us. It's true, that's
1: what I get from you guys, just as an innocent bystander and, right in the middle of it, it's both.
2: Yeah, we're just so, so grateful, you know, especially where we come from, you know, growing up as little gay kids is not the easiest thing in the world and the world in itself has been sort of a dark place lately. And so to have this sort of joy, um, we're filled with gratitude and we just wanna yeah. share it yes. with everybody.
1: Welly, can I ask you a question? Cause I, I, I get to be with my lucky co-pilot all the time, who is your co-pilot in, in, in life. In life. Yes. Um, What is it that you really admire in Rossi? Tell me one thing you admire about him and then I have a follow-up question.
5: Just one?
2: Oh, good answer, that's good, that's good. We didn't even rehearse this. That's
5: good. No, his heart, (laughs) Drew, you know, his heart is just so loving and just, he gives it to everyone and honestly, he's just the sweetest person that I've ever met and his humor, that's why I have to say more than one. And you, you and him have this, you know, chemistry that just like, I, I want you to know how much you mean to us, honestly. And we love you so much. And because of you is why we are in the same state right now.
1: So. Oh, I'm so relieved because I am totally third wheeling it with you guys. <laughs> and also it's like, which I like, yeah, yeah. I like
2: being a third wheel. Yeah, we're like a wheel, but come on, join in Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. A try is stronger. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are the hottest thruple on daytime television.
5: <laughs> and you know everybody. the thruples are
1: trending. <laughs> so everybody look for this beautiful issue on newsstands. It'll be everywhere April 26. Well, guess what? The people from The Knot are here. Right here. Woo!
3: Sure.
0: Yay. Yay, thank you
1: guys.
5: Thank you. Eva.
2: Thank you for making this happen.
1: I yes. just want to say too, as a lover of magazines, I just think this cover is so beautiful. The inside, and I am such a big fan of The Knot. Um, so I, I just, as a, as a consumer and a lover of these two, and a big magazine fan, I love this issue so much. Great job, great job, team please look for this issue on newsstands everywhere, April 26th and we will be right back. Thank you guys so much. back. Our next guest has been down in the weeds and has fried green tomatoes. I also had the fortunate pleasure of working with her in Boys on the Side, yes. Oh my God, we had the best time on that movie. I can't wait to get into all of it. She is an Emmy, Golden Globe, and Tony Award winning actress, who is now starring in the Broadway debut of How I Learned to Drive. Please welcome the one and only Mary Louise Parker. Oh my God. I mean, I, it's like I was reading some of the questions and like going through it with our amazing producer and I was like, oh my God, and then this, and then there was this, and then there was that. And like, then I came across the story that you remembered. Okay, so, so one of them I think is, I know what you're talking about. We were, well, one of them was that we were on a
3: private jet, which is always so memorable. That was, I'd never been on a private jet before and I was, I didn't know how it worked, like who's flying it. And then we got on, we were all, I just was trying to like behave because I felt like I didn't belong there. And then by the end, we were like, trying to like throw Cheetos into each other's mouths. And like. guess we yeah. got really
1: comfortable really we quick. Did.
3: We got really comfy.
1: Yeah, because I was like 19 and like washed up and trying to come back. Like I
3: was not oh, private no. jetting it anywhere. Um, I was. But you were so, I don't know, you were so adorable and sweet and so glamorous in this way. And we'd, I remember Whoopi and I would come get you in the golf cart and yes. we'd be like, hey. And you'd be like, what'd you do this weekend? I'd be like, I got a new hat. And I'd be like, what'd you do? And you went, I got a new husband. And I was like, hey, what, what do you, so
1: it's true. You really I like... remember that so well. And Whoopi, of course, was like, what? Yeah. Like, you
3: did what? Over the weekend, I was like, I got married, you know. And uh, sometimes it's a weekend; you have to have an activity. <laughs> it was in a bar. It was an at accident. Three a.m. Been in bars. Uh, the, we We've called, all been in bars. We called like a dial a preacher.
1: Did they have those? Yeah, back then. Um, so okay, you are in a play right now called How I Learned to Drive. Yeah. Um, shockingly cool, full circle fact. You are doing it with the incredible actor, David Morris.
3: There's history there. Yeah, we did the play 25, I can't add suddenly. Are you 25 a years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you did this play. Yeah, because I was 30, so I'm 57, so yeah. And you look so hot. You walked thanks. out, and I was like, oh my God! Oh my God, thanks. What? Thank you. What fountain! What? Where'd you sell your soul? What fountain are you drinking out of? I think I decided a while ago that, um, it's really tempting to kind of like mess with yourself, but I decided I wanted, I'd rather look like a young old lady than an old young lady, you know? I don't know. I've never heard it put that way. I know, I I don't know that I have either, but. um, And I love that. Yeah, there's something to like also being able to say like, I'm 57 years old and I've lived every single one of those years and I'm not trying to like look 52 or 49 or you know. just what I am. I have to That's
1: tell you how healthy that is too. I've, it's so healthy, it really is. I can't think of a better film that I would love to pick your brain about that I think is such an extraordinary celebration of women and such a timeless classic is fried green tomatoes. Because Um. that is both perspectives. Um. That is the younger and the older. Mm -hmm. And boy, and that, Does it just, I've got chills talking about it. That is a film that really celebrates wisdom, aging, life, maturity. I mean, I think growing up is not overrated. I like
3: it. I love it. There's something when I, when I, I was really worried when I turned 50 and then I turned 50 and I couldn't stop saying it. I was like, I'm 50, I'm 50, I'm 50. Um, Did you have a
1: good time making that movie? Cause boy, do we have the best time watching it.
3: Yeah, I, I, I felt really lucky to be a part of it. I hadn't made many movies and I just felt, I couldn't believe that they gave me the part and working with those other actresses, Kathy Bates and Jessica Tandy and Mary Stewart, it was just, it felt like, oh, here you go. Like there, here's this enormous gift. And it just, I just felt really Lucky and it, we worked, you know, Mary Stewart works really hard and we yep. worked really hard and there were, there was a strange incident that where I had to jump into a pool, a uh, lake actually. And they told me ahead of time, there are no um, water moccasins. They'd scanned the area, but they had not scanned for leeches. Wait, did you get leeches? <laughs> One, I got leech. Yeah, where so I on said, what part of your body? Well, um, let's just say, somewhere in this region. Yeah, not good. So, and I was like wearing a slip. Edge, mm, Netherlands. I was, mm, yeah, down below, <laughs> I was wearing a slip, and I had to jump into the, uh, to this little pond, which had no snakes, but, but leeches. But leeches. I'd rather a leech than a snake. I think. Yeah, I'm okay with snakes but Wild uh, ones. not water moccasins. But then they said, oh, can we get somebody? I guess there was like a whole, because it was the south and they were just kind of used to it. They A grip came over with a big flame. Yep. Yeah. And just burned it right off. And then I did another take and I was like. Back on the horse. Back in the water. Back on the leech. Back in the water. I mean, what are the chances I get one again? Very small. I don't know. But God,
1: I loved watching I think it was a really early movie that talked and showed love of food through friendship and character. And we are here with a ton of beautiful ingredients. Mm. And although it is not you and Mary Stuart Masterson making fried green tomatoes, is it true that you're able to maybe teach us your famous popover recipe I mean, today? I
3: think they're so much easier than they look and I think you would love them. And I mean, they're the kind of thing that your girls will go to the oven and watch them.
1: Okay, we're but gonna go to a commercial break and then uh, will you teach us? Teach us. 100%. Mary Louise's famous popover over we come back. For-
3: And I'd have to just keep his door shut because I couldn't see an empty bed. It just made me. Yeah,
1: I totally know. We're back, everybody. We're here with the fabulous Mary Louise Parker, who is a oh, dear old friend. Yeah. So, oh, I'm so flattered you'd have me. Fun movie together, Boys on the Side, and we just, we were young. We had fun, we were really authentic friends. We were. And we had a great time. And there was a ton time. of girl movies back then. No. Celebrating female friendship. You did fried green tomatoes, which That's were, true. you're gonna teach us to cook, that was the epitome
0: of
3: yeah. female friendship. But that movie, was, that movie was perfect for you because you were such a woman's woman and a girl's, and I always felt like you want everyone to win. I do. Especially the females. I feel I like do. you are always rooting for everybody, which, some people put that on, and you can tell that behind that is another face going on. But you really mean it, and I love that about you.
1: And I loved that I got to be truly who I was, and like you and Whoopi, like we were just us. We were yeah. ourselves, mm-hmm. and we loved and embraced and had the best time. I and mean, we worked hard. We did.
3: Like it was it, it, her boss, uh-huh. our director. Herb, yeah, oh. he loved you so much.
1: Matthew McConaughey's
3: like one, one of his big, big first... breakouts. Yeah, and we're he would Herb walk like... around the halls talking to himself. Do you remember that? A lot of bongos. Like, like, Get, like, Get it together, McConaughey. Yeah, it's
1: really, he would talk to himself. And he, oh my God, he played Abe Lincoln. I like know. The Oh my God. I remember that. And Herbert Ross, our director, was like, I discovered the next big star. And we were like, yeah. Okay, wow. You see that, yeah. like he was, oh, he's so dynamic. Yeah. All right, so speaking of female friendship, working together, food, love, and all things wonderful. Teach us how to make your beautiful popovers. So
3: they're really simple, and they're so celebratory and so beautiful. They're so They make people really happy. So the, the number one thing to remember is that things should be at room temperature. The eggs should be at room temperature. The milk should be at room temperature. You can warm it if you want. And this should be preheated. So as you're making the batter, this will pretend like, ah, ah, it's hot, but it's right. not. So you'd put this in the oven at 450. This is a very unique,
1: this is not your cupcake tin. No, it's this a is a popover tin. tin.
3: And you'd put a pad of butter in each one so the butter browns. So this is just room temp eggs, room temp. Milk, and you mix it in with the flour, Should and it can be it. lumpy. The batter can be a little bit lumpy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just go for it. And you you also have a little bit of melted butter this and a little bit of mother. Vanilla. This thing, I can't
1: believe it's still here. Everybody, I, every single time, look How at does this. Have several spouts. This is
3: also your cookware back there.
1: Thank gorgeous. you. This is not gorgeous. our line. I'm not. I'm. This is, we would not make this. <laughs> I'm already messy, but this does me no favors. Okay.
3: Okay, so you can have a little pinch of salt, but it's not really.
1: I like salt because I like it when it has a savory mm-hmm. kick somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So do
3: I do the whole thing or nah, just, just like another pinch. I don't really use recipes that much, but you a little... You're more of an Vanilla. eyeballer. Vanilla. And a little bit of melted butter. Butter! Butter, oh! Do you remember you used to imitate Fabio? Oh my God! Yeah. Yes! She used to walk around saying, I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. Made me laugh every time. I don't know why, yeah. How hilarious, why do I remember that? Amazing. So this is what, they're gonna be in the end rolled in the cinnamon sugar and mixed with either maple cream cheese or maple butter. Should I fill these? Mm -hmm. Okay. So fill them about three quarters full. That was gonna be my next question. Perfect perfection.
1: Oh God, I'm so uptight in my stomach right now. Just so you know, I don't have that like sexy whimsical thing in the kitchen.
3: (laughs) So, do these go into the oven? Let me. love this on TV when they put it in. I know the magic of TV. Isn't it fun?
1: And then, so here. This is the magic. Will you open the oven for me? Will I? Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. This is the this one. Perfect. I'll stick it in. I love a popover tin. Mm-hmm. I, our chocolate ta- magic. Oh, magic. Yeah.
4: Ta-da. Hey. I love it. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, it's fine, so much fun. You missed me.
3: All good, all good. Okay, okay. and
1: then Jay. now that the popovers are done.
3: Browned butter. Browned butter, roll it. Roll it in the browned butter. I'll roll in the brown butter. Do it. roll it in the butter. No problem whatsoever, rolling in brown Mm-mm-mm-mm. butter. No, everything's <gasps> better with butter. So now cream cheese or butter, do you think? I not believe. <laughs> Which would you prefer? How about the maple butter? Sure. This is maple butter, so it has maple butter. It's butter mixed with maple syrup. And then you put the maple butter inside. Okay, so here we go. Oh my God. Cheers.
5: Oh my God. Oh my God. God. Mm. So good. So good.
6: So delicious. Mm. Oh my God.
1: I know, right? I'm not kidding. I will never, ever forget eating this. Oh, it's so good, right? I'm going to make it now with my girls. Oh, and they're going to be, yeah.
3: And then I mean, they'll, then they'll, they're tanked for like an hour afterwards. They're like super happy and then they're like. <laughs> yeah, 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 mm-hmm. that's fine. It's it's worth it, hashtag worth, so it. worth it. Is it true that, what, what's in the, <laughs> what's in the box? What's in this box that I so perfectly wrapped? Um, this is a gift for you. For me? This is a company that I work with um, that um, their factory is in Addis Ababa. Really? Uh, in Ethiopia, which is my favorite place in the world. My daughter was born there. Really? Yeah, and I just got choked up saying that. And uh, <laughs> yes, and, and she cries on TV. Okay. This is, this um, is and a they safe make room for that. They, there's, uh, sex trafficking has exploded in Ethiopia, and one of the largest open air markets is in Addis Ababa, and women, young girls, get off the bus every day, and they're being auctioned off within, you know. An hour, and a friend of mine and his wife started a company called Parker and Clay, and it's just ironic that it's called Parker and Clay. But we became really close, and we actually have traveled to Ethiopia together, and they have adopted children from Ethiopia as well. And they make the most beautiful products. They employ 80% women. They've taken so many women from the street, and I visited the red light district in Addis, and it's pretty harsh. So. Um, so many of the profits go. But they also stay, they live there, they work with the people, fair wage. They get lunch, it's a beautiful factory. I've been to the factory. And it look what it has on it. <laughs> yeah, and it's, um, this I like to think of as like a picnic bag because you can put a water bottle in it and the it other fits. side you can put like little snacks and food. And then this one is just like a beautiful tote that, and it's, yeah. That's Mary nice. Louise, so good to see you. anything else you want from there? Anything, this I'll get is it for so you. So incredibly, me. Yeah, and you can catch Mary
1: Louise in How I Learned to Drive on Broadway now. Twenty-five years from I'm when supporting you Broadway. And yeah, David Morris. First mm-hmm. did it.
3: That is so And trying to revive cool. Broadway is so important to me. I'm going, I'm in. Yeah, it's an hour and a half, no intermission. Oh, yes, I love easy. it. And this is
1: just so thoughtful and beautiful. I cannot wait to sport it in life and carry you with me. <laughs> I love that As well so as much. this deep and meaningful thing. Thank you guys so much. Mary Louise, we'll be right back. check out this fun idea.
6: Hi Drew, my name is Jax and I'm nine years old. I started origami two years ago and I taught myself by watching YouTube videos. I'm gonna be teaching you how to fold this origami stingray, so let's go. The first step is to fold the paper, then unfold. Take this edge of the paper and fold it to the center. Make sure it's pointed at the end. Repeat on the other side. This part's gonna be the tail, so you want the tail to be as pointed as possible. So now we're gonna take this point of the paper right here, you gonna fold it up to this. It should be folded like this. We're gonna take this part and fold it to the middle. Make like a little pinch fold. Now this is the part where we're actually gonna be making the stingray tail. Make a fold that meets those points. You're going to take this part of the paper and fold it up to this middle part right here. You have one side of the stingray tail complete, and then you should repeat on the other side. Now, we're gonna do like the last bit of shaping, and you've got this neat little stingray. Thanks, Drew, I hope you enjoyed getting creative with me. Bye. I love that! It's
1: amazing! Frank, why I'm in bed. It's because today's Good and Five, we're tackling sleep. <clears throat> so, I'm excited because I've got tips and tricks that you can do in just five minutes before you lay your head down for a good night's sleep. First up is something to help you relax and get you into that snoozy mood. All right, check out this gadget. I haven't tried this yet. It's called the Renfo Eye Massager. And it's a device that you wear on your eyes for five minutes and it has massage modes, including the sleep mode. And it's supposed to reverse the effects of eye fatigue to relieve stress and help you sleep well. Two of our audience members, Anna and Brittany, are also wearing one too. All right, let's see. Oh, whoa, oh, whoa. They're heated. Anna? Yep. (laughs) What do you think? Um, oh, it's interesting. (laughs) Brittany? I can't see anything, (laughs) but it's very nice. I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of hot and sexy. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'm not getting relaxed. I'm getting totally
6: stimulated.
1: (laughs) Anna, Brittany, what's it doing for you guys?
6: I honestly don't know.
1: Um, Well, after I made it It's overwhelming a little bit. What?
6: I love it. It's like a warm cookie on your
1: face. (laughs) Did you say warm cookie? (laughs) I should also mention I'm hungry. (laughs) Um, Huh. Never felt a sensation like that. I think I just discovered a new erogenous zone. Um, I'm excited. I want to bring in clinical psychologist Dr. Shelby Harris, who specializes in behavioral sleep medicine. Yeah.
6: Hello. Hello, thanks for
1: having me. Um,
4: have you ever tried that eye mask? I have not tried that myself. It looked like we had some very
1: varied, varied responses to it right here. I mean, whoa, they seemed really different. <laughs> now you say that achieving good sleep starts even before bedtime, enlighten me. So
4: I always think about sleep as like an on, it's not an on off switch. It's more like a dimmer switch. So doing a wind down routine, ideally an hour, but most of us don't have an hour. So start with five minutes of relaxation. Whatever you find is quieting, just do it for five minutes, then move to 10 minutes and really try to set that stage. And the other thing I also would argue is that a good bedtime comes with a good morning time. So if you're consistent with the morning wake up time every day, you get bright light, you move, you have a big glass of water, that actually helps to set your bedtime so you fall asleep a little bit better as well.
1: Now, how about books? Cause I tend to like that for me is the dimmer switch. Yep. I'll get off TV, I'll get off tech. I'll kind of lie in bed and stare, and then I'll put my glasses on and read. Yeah. Um, is that still a stimulation or is that okay of a transition? It
4: really varies on the person, honestly. So reading I think is fantastic for a lot of people. It depends, some people find reading just too engrossing for them, but for most people find something that you enjoy that passes the time and quiets your brain down. But also be careful what you're reading on, right? So are we reading on our little phone oh, or no, a never. tablet? Like Book. a lot of patients, good.
1: I'm like a huge fan of go old school. Okay, our next tip is someone to follow that'll get you that great REM sleep. I want you to check out the couple who wants to help you relax. Haley and Grant's Sleep Granted ASMR YouTube channel. Haley and Grant post videos whispering bedtime stories so that you can lull into relaxation and peace. Dr. Shelby, why is everyone on the ASMR feeder?
4: So ASMR is a fancy word, or it's a fancy letters for autonomous sensory meridian response. All that really means is that kind of tingly sensation that you get down Mm -hmm. your spine. Right, so you can get it from videos like that. Some people will get it from music. Other people, like I notice sometimes if my daughter's brushing my hair, you get that just kind of pleasurable relaxation feeling or a massage, anything like that. So although there isn't a lot of research on it for sleep, we do find that it activates parts of the brain that promote hormones and neurotransmitters that are relaxing, that induce sleep, and that are pleasure inducing like oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin. So it could, in theory, help for some people if you have the occasional bad night here and there.
1: Well finally, something good to do. Dr. Shelby, you have a breathing exercise that we can all do to quiet our mind. So we're talking about that dimmer
4: switch earlier. Mm -hmm. What I always do myself is I always just do a quick three to five minute deep breathing exercise and I think and I'm gonna teach it all to you and I think a lot of people when they do deep breathing they're often breathing, ah, there you go. They're I have breathing. it and I
1: still forget to do it.
4: <laughs> so when you're learning at the beginning a lot of people when they do deep breathing they breathe through their chest which can make them feel a little bit more stressed. So I have you put one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly and I encourage everyone to do that. So you take a deep breath in and you want this hand to move more and this should stay still. It's hard when you're standing but exhale, inhale, exhale, and then you just say relax, inhale, exhale, relax, one, inhale, exhale, relax, two, and you count up to 10 and back down to one, very slowly. It's harder to breathe fast when you're doing it this way. It's easier when you're lying down, like I said.
1: Um, well, before we go, let's check in on Anna and Brittany. Ladies, how do you feel?
6: <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think I would use it, but I get it. Right.
1: <laughs> that is totally how I feel. You summed it up perfectly. Brittany?
6: I have the exact opposite um, feelings. I absolutely love this thing. It's like a warmth, uh, towel massage to your face. Um, it's very relaxing.
1: Okay, good. You go. um, thank you, Dr. Shelby. You're so awesome. <laughs> thank you for thank having me. You so much. We'll be right back. play a quick round of... Druth or dare.
2: (laughs) 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 And today we have Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. You look so great. Thank you. All right, and now uh, you can choose a druth or a dare. What's it gonna be? Druth. Okay, hit us. I would want Viola
4: Davis to play me if there was ever a movie about my life. Mm -hmm. Who would each of you would want... Who each of you would like to play in your life?
2: Movie. That's such a great question. Mm, this is hard. I mean, I mean, I'm just gonna say what everyone's thinking. Meryl Streep, right? Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It could work.
2: It could honestly work. You no,
1: know, it could. I'm laughing because I'm like, she could do it.
2: Yeah, well, it, I'll tell you right now, it's a role of a lifetime, Meryl. <laughs> Congratulations, your next Oscar.
1: I don't know <laughs> who. I, I always, I want someone
2: funny, because mm-hmm. I like funny, I don't want some heavy bird. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be someone beautiful, kind, smart. Uh, I said funny, silly. Well, and no, thank I, was, you. I was just thinking, I, I kind of sound like I'd be born for the role, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Should
1: we just play each other? Yeah, how
2: about that? I'll play Ross,
1: he'll play me, <laughs> and we'll <laughs> do the day.
2: God, that's such a good question. Mm-hmm. You know who could do it? Mary Louise Parker. Well, oh, uh, I love her! Me too. She's the best. Yeah, we do. Well, she can do anything. I know. Um, all right. Well, gosh,
1: I'm. I think. I, I think this one's gonna haunt me all day and night. She's
2: gonna text me 2 a. I a.m. Yeah, I am. I am. By the way, maybe I'll get your number too, Jasmine.
1: Yeah. I'm not kidding. Uh, I, me either. I, yeah. You deserve a better answer. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll be texting you later. Thank you, Jasmine, and thank you, everybody, who just to spend their time.